Hello and welcome to the Drive Time Pod. It's a show where us white bitches talk about whatever the hell we want. My name is Mariah. I'm Corey. And this week we are bobbity booing ourselves into Cinderella 2015. <laughs> it's Yay. very exciting. So, uh, Corey, this is your brainchild. <laughs> Tell us all about it. What's going on? Well, I mean, oh. it just worked since last week. Yeah, I mean, what? Oh, I forgot. What are you we know. drinking? Oh, <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> Y'all, I have one brain cell, one, and right now it's completely <laughs> dedicated to skewel, and I hate it. Fair, fair. Anyway, I mean, I'm not drinking anything exciting because it's the early afternoon. Well, I've had Dunkin' Donuts coffee. We're yeah, recording earlier than normal. So Yay. I'm drinking Dutch Brothers. It's an oat milk annihilator. I wish I really it's truly so wish we had Dutch Brothers get yourself one. in this in this region of the world, but we don't. We barely have so Dunkin' good. Donuts. We just have Starbucks. Ugh. Um, you have Pete's coffee. Yeah, but barely. Gotcha. We have like coffee bean and tea leaf, which is like yeah. okay. Anyway, um, I'm drinking. Really? a soda stream soda water um it's like raspberry mint soda but it mostly it's like fun you know i just wish it was actually soda instead of like more flavorful the quacks so there's uh-huh. that <laughs> yeah fair fair yeah. tastes more like a uh, a white claw than a soda that's all right, though. If it's speaking of, I tried a white claw Ooh. for probably the first time the other day because I've had like fake, uh-huh. like Trulies. I think I tried before, but I'd never yeah. had an official white claw. And I, I, I honest to God, it was the most disgusting. I, yeah, white claw. Tasted. I think out of all of them is not the best. There are way better seltzers out there. White claw is good for one thing and one thing only, and it is drinking in at the river in the summer. <laughs> that is the only thing it is good for trust me because i know from experience okay. i was like ew gross Dr- white claw why would we drink that and then i got to the river 120 degree heat and i was like oh oh this is i like- understand i get it 100 percent now yep okay yeah no no my actually my favorite is bon so- and viv it's it's uh they have two mermaids on it and yeah there's, yes, there's so I have good. heard about them. That's my favorite. Well, there you go. If you got to go seltzer. Then you got to go seltzer. <laughs> if you got to go seltzer, you go Bon and Viv. Uh, not sponsored, but would love to be. So, hi. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, so speaking of, like, mermaids and such, I chose Cinderella. <laughs> and truly, it was not because... Because Sarah picked Disney last week. It was just kind of, it worked out this way. Um, but I just, I really like this movie specifically. I actually don't really like the story of Cinderella. Um, which is why I wanted to do this movie. Because I think this movie is different than other Cinderella's we've been given in the past. I from mean, Disney. I so. mean, I would, I would say that that is true. You know? I would agree. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, I enjoyed it. I watched it for the very first time with Corey last last like last week, I guess now, and I was just like, "Oh, that was enjoyable. I like it so much more than the uh, the uh, oh my gosh! I literally my brain, y'all, my brain. 
Thank you. The original? <laughs> Y'all, I feel like I'm going crazy. That's fine. We're doing great. We're doing great. We're doing but, fine. So I'm the only one who had seen this before. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sarah, it was also new to you. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Um, so I thought, and I, and I, I'm Marco Polo this to you guys immediately after watching it, that it was aesthetically beautiful, but boring. Fair enough. But I will, I will agree with Mariah. It is better than the original, but it is not the best Cinderella I have ever seen. I also have very, very strong opinions about Cinderella, so. Which we discussed last week. (laughs) Um, as the only person to actually dislike <laughs> yeah. Disney princesses. It's true. Yeah. Well, so then my so. first question is, why another remake? And why do you think Americans slash Westerners love a Cinderella story? Because there's so many, there's literally so many versions. There's like, you know, a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff and Cinderella Man. And, you know, like every, there just seems to be hundreds of Cinderella's compared to other Disney princesses? So I actually have an answer to that. And that's like, um, I have the history teacher answer to that. It's because Americans see themselves as Mm -hmm. underdogs. And, and it comes back to the very beginning of our country, you know, like we're fighting against these oppressors of, you know, Britain, we're paying taxes and we're not represented in parliament. And we fight this war against the biggest, baddest Navy, and one of the most powerful nations in the in the world, and we win. And so we see ourselves in every underdog story, and, so, and Cinderella is the ultimate underdog. Um, problem is, Americans only like a Cinderella story after it's been established that someone wins. So uh, that's why a lot of people have like a lot of issues with like. Black Lives Matter, but they don't have the same issues with Martin Luther King Jr. Because, like, because Martin MLK won. So we see them ourselves in MLK, but, like, those same people that like MLK and Martin Luther King would never, they're the ones criticizing the Black Lives Matter movement, and I'm like, no, 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 honey. No, no, no. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So that's, okay. that's my opinion. That's my history teacher answer. Um, having taught U.S. history for <laughs> four years. How many years have I actually taught it? Five years? God, I hate that about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Not here for it. Yeah, I think that's legit. So um, I think like my first thing too is so sarah you really you you say it's not the best you've seen and i know what you think the best is so what is it (laughs) (laughs) um so i personally think the best cinderella movie ever is cinderella made for correct starring absolutely houston i don't even like rogers and hammerstein and i love that movie (laughs) I know you don't like Rogers and Hammerstein, but that movie is so good because all the things, it's it's literal perfection because Whitney, right. I mean, Whitney Houston was perfection, is perfection, will always be perfection. So it was actually, I vaguely remember seeing like the original Cinderella and just being like, whatever, boring, I hate it. 
And then I have been watching this since it came out. Like we had it on VHS. I then purchased it or got it as a gift on DVD. And like I watch it all the time because everyone's a person of color (laughs) or insanely talented. And Cinderella actually has like a personality and an opinion and is not just like, oh, (laughs) I love animals. I'm such a nice person. (laughs) I hate it so much. But she actually, like, she questions the system. And that's what makes her appealing to the prince. Not because... Yeah. Like, that's the issue that I took with this one was this whole idea of, oh, well, why do we do things the way that we did? Because you always killed animals, so now we're going to kill it. Like, we're going to continue to do that. And I'm like, okay, that's not why... (laughs) That's not giving you a personality. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. First of all. You know, whereas I felt that, you know, Brandy Cinderella actually honestly questioned and stood up for herself eventually. I don't know. Maybe it's just a nostalgic thing as well. But I haven't seen it in so long. I feel like I haven't seen it since like the nineties. Isn't Whoopi Goldberg? Oh yes. my gosh. She's the queen. Yes. She's the queen. She yeah, they have an Victor Asian Garber. And don't they have like an Asian Asian son? Alexander. Oh, yes. Incredible. Yes. They have an Asian son. Jason uh-huh. Alexander is like the uh-huh. bumbling, like, you know, MC person. Um, and then Peters? Bernadette. Yes. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Peters. Shut the hell up. The oh evil stepmother. Yes. This. It's been so long. And then she has uh, and then she has a black daughter <laughs> and a white daughter. Oh my god, they're so good. And perfection. Yeah. Like, it is... Like, they literally cast the film based on talent and not anything else. And, yeah. No. And it was made in the 90s. Cinderella with Brandy walked so Mm -hmm. Hamilton could run. Mm -hmm. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. Not wrong. Oh. So, so this is actually kind of where my idea to watch this movie came in because I think we were talking about musicals and stuff. And I, if I ever have kids, I'm not going to show them the original Disney Cinderella because I agree with you. I always found her to be pretty boring and very like, you know, the prince saw her once in her pretty gown and is like, oh, my God, I have to love you and be in love with you. And this version, the live action that we're watching with Lily James and Richard Madden and then the version with Brandy. I feel like both of those just have so much more magic and personality in them, um, which I know Sarah doesn't agree with, but I just think like both of these, they're just so much better. And that's why I like, I wanted to talk about this live action one. Well, I do agree. This was better. You still still just don't don't like Cinderella. It's great. Yeah. Which is totally fair. (laughs) Because, oh my God. Yes. Um, okay, but so with all of that, we're gonna start with the beginning of the movie because Haley Atwell is her mother. Oh my god, so beautiful! Everyone is so beautiful in this movie, by the way, right? But my the thing that I loved when I first saw it, okay, so actually, and you'll love this, um, when I was in the movie theater with my family for some other movie mm-hmm. and the Cinderella commercial came on and I literally rolled my eyes and looked at my sister and went, how many more Cinderella movies can they make? And my, and my sister went, it looks really good. And I was like, oh shit. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. 
But so then she dragged me to go see it. And we both were like, oh, my gosh, this is actually, like, really pretty. And I really, like, as, like, just a floofy fairy tale, I loved it. Um, But my favorite thing is her mother says to her in the beginning, have courage and be kind. Yes. And so I wanted to ask you guys what you think the difference is between kind and nice. Oh, man. Nice is something that you do to get things in return. Um, yeah. Interesting. I mean, I, uh, that's basically, like, there's, like nice is a facade. Kind is in your heart to me. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, like, because Corey has her, like, idea about, like, she was talking to me about it while we were watching the movie about, like, how Cinderella needs to learn how to be nice or kind instead of just nice. And I think our definitions of nice and kind are, like, fairly different. And I'm like, that's cool. Um, but to me, like, somebody who is nice will say what is, like... What, they, what somebody wants to hear, somebody who's kind is going to say something that someone needs to hear and then support them through a change. Um, like, I see the difference between nice mm-hmm. and kind all the time with my students. Like, kids who are nice to me will say what I want to hear. And kids who are kind to me will, like, they will, they, they'll speak with their actions rather than their words. You know, and I see that not just with me, but, like, how they treat other kids. Yeah. So that's where I'm getting from it. Yeah. And for me, so my initial, like, what I had written down when I saw the question was mm-hmm. intention is the biggest. I think anyone could be nice intentionally or not. Um, I oftentimes am not thinking about you as a person and yet you're, you're like, oh, thank you. Like, that was really nice of you. And I'm like, I didn't cross my mind because I wasn't purposefully being nice, but people can be, um, but you make an active choice to be kind and it's an intention that you set within yourself to choose to be kind. It often comes up in difficult situations, you know, where like they're being really mean to you, but you're purposefully making the choice to be kind. Um, I did, you know, cause I'm me. I looked up the definition. I have um, the yeah, definitions I, of both of them. I would sure love them. Like them. I for sure would like that. Okay. <laughs> so kind as an adjective is having or showing a friendly, generous and considerate nature. Um, affectionate or loving. And then nice, pleasant, agreeable, satisfactory, pleasant in manner, good-natured, kind, fine or subtle, requiring careful thought or attention, fastidious or scrupulous. Interesting. I mean, because, like, to me, nice is, like, one of those, like, to me, I remember every time I think of nice, I'm like, oh, like the city in France. Um, because, like, kind of like how s- silly used to mean something different nice used to mean something different in ye olden days of yore you know i just can't remember okay. what it was because <laughs> again i have like <laughs> one brain cell <laughs> well i mean according to this the archaic definition of yeah. nice is thank fastidious you. you just said it <laughs> which is not 
Yeah, and the archaic definition of kind is affectionate or loving, which is basically what it's still considered. But yeah, nice did change. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think so. So my whole thing is throughout the movie, I actually I don't think Cinderella is ever being kind to anyone. Mm-mm. I think she's being nice. And because my my opinion and my like based on what I've seen and the definitions is that kindness isn't just how you present to other people, but you have to be kind to yourself as well. And it's about self-care, which I know is like one of those buzzwords, but <laughs> it's about like taking care of who you are as well. Um, and it's, it's kind of like that whole um, do no harm, but take no shit. Yeah. Like philosophy versus nice is I, I always have viewed people who are nice as pushovers and you let anyone do whatever they want because you're, Oh, I always have to be nice, be nice, be nice, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when I was watching this, especially the first time, I remembered thinking, you're not being kind, Cinderella. You're being nice because she'd go have courage and be kind. And it's like, no, you're letting them walk all over you. And so at the end of the movie, it's really great because there's just a couple conversations she has kind of towards the end, like with the stepmother, where she's like, why are you always so mean? And then the stepmother, who is Kate Blanchett. Which, by the way, perfect casting is perfect. So good. Yeah. Um mm-hmm is just like, well, because you were just like there and you like showed me my faults kind of thing. And it's like, okay, like fair, but like, you're not my mother. And so like, I'm not going to deal with you anymore. And towards even like the very, very end when the prince is taking Cinderella away, she turns to Kate Blanchett and just says, I forgive you. And then walks out. And like forgiveness is never really about the other person. In my opinion, it is about you. And so she has finally learned Cinderella has finally learned at the very end to be kind to herself and to be like, even if like, I don't go marry this guy, like I'm walking out of this house. Um, because you're just, you are not mm-hmm. kind people. You are really horrible, mean people. Um, and that's why and that is really, truly what I liked the most about the whole have courage and be kind is her having to learn throughout the movie what that actually looks like. That's very true. and very fair. Enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Nice. Right. That's a, I mean, that's why I really like that, that part of the movie. Cause like, unlike all of the other remakes that Disney puts out, this was an actual change to the plot and to the character development, which was welcome. Because sometimes they add something. I'm like, what was the point of that? Like, this was a good thing to add on Disney's part. So props to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, so if we want to go through the other thing, I just think that Disney made some minor changes where I'd go, I, I mean, I honestly do really love the movie, but it's like, no, I'm going to show my kids this because it's just more fun. It's less crazy looking, you know, like all this. But one thing, Mariah, you said while we were watching it, the animals are so cute. You were like, the way she talks to them is not insane. Yeah, they aren't. They're really precious. <laughs> Like, I I really liked how they dealt with the animals because, like, you know, Disney princesses, they just, like, you know, talk to animals like fucking mental patients. So it was really cool to be like, oh, like, Gus Gus, you're so fat. <laughs> and Gus Gus being like, I don't know what, I can't understand you. And, like, I was like, ah, oh, good, good, good. It doesn't feel like they're mental asylum. Like, she, it feels like she's like a, 
like a mouse mom, you know, which is good. Yeah, like she's alone in a house, and the only people she has to talk to are the animals, so she just does. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand exactly. <laughs> but so good. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, and then, so, I mean, it is literally, like, just the story of Cinderella, though. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I noted is that the prince and Cinderella talk more in this movie than in any other Cinderella movie ever. Because they have, like, a five-minute conversation in the woods when they first meet. And then when they meet at the palace, they have probably, like, half an hour where they're talking together. Mm-hmm. And Mariah, you said, good thing he doesn't have face blindness. Because <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> oh, oh he's so stupid <laughs> yeah oh man in like every other version they're always like uh whoa i've never met you before i've never seen this face and then this one he was like it's you yay i've seen you before i'm so glad you made it yeah that's like my one of my favorite bits you know like the fact that he recognizes her because you know he's not a fucking moron love that right Right. <laughs> and also, um, Helena Bonham Carter. Incredible. Is, as the fairy godmother, I just love it so much. So good. She's just, all of it, the magic, um, the magic, because you kind of think, oh, they can't, like, do magic again. Like, I have seen this all before. But the way they do it is just really, like, whimsical. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, even if it's something like you've seen before, I feel like it, it still like pulls you in and you're like, oh my gosh, like, how is this going to work? And isn't this so pretty? And, it, you know, her making her dress and everything. Oh man. And like the way that she turned the lizards into footmen. Oh yeah. my gosh. So oh funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I was living my best life. That was so good. I, and the goose. The goose as coachman. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Also, yes. I was like what, having Helena Bottom Carter be, um, the fairy godmother. It's it, I kind of felt the same way as like Neil Patrick Harris being Count Olaf in the series of unfortunate events. At first, you're going, I don't know if I agree with that casting choice, and then you see it, and you're like, ah. This is a perfect casting choice. My apologies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was. Ah, in- no, I was incorrect. In my my bad. <laughs> my deepest bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and she's kind of. She also plays the narrator throughout the movie, mm-hmm. and she says things that are really awesome. Uh, like at one point when when her name is Ella, and so when they call her Cinder Ella, the narrator. Is say, says names have power like magic spells, and calling her Cinderella turned her into a creature of ash and toil. I and I was like, I just, oh, I just got chills from you reading that right now. Wow. <laughs> and it, I just, I there's just like little things like that, the little touches that make it really enjoyable for me to watch. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, yeah, you could be really bored. And then there's the part. When when Ella first meets the prince and they're like kind of just talking, getting to know each other, and he goes like, "Well, do they? Um, does your family not treat you well, or something?" And she goes, "They treat me as well as they are able," which I think is really great and really insightful on human character because people do treat you as well as they are able, 
And that's where kindness has to come in and you have to be kind to who you are Mm -hmm. because you have to be able to say, oh, you guys are doing the best that you can and it's not good enough for me to stay here. Yeah, I I would say the emotional intelligence of that statement is extremely high, which is why it might go over some people's heads because not everyone is emotionally as emotionally intelligent as others. And I think like that speaks to how she was always brought up to pay attention Mm -hmm. to other people and their and their emotions and you know she's probably a very high empath people who like animals are often very empathetic and so knowing that I don't know (laughs) no that works um actually that ties into like another with, with the emotional intelligence and having a lot of empathy because in the beginning of the movie when the guy shows up to basically be like your father died while you're out and about um here's like the gifts that he was going to bring to you her whole all the stepmother and the stepdaughters are in the background going our lives are ruined but where's my parasols he didn't bring anything and cinderella is trying not to cry and she looks at the man and says thank you for coming and telling us that must have been so hard for you that really fucked me up. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. <clears throat> like, <laughs> like you just found out that you have not a soul in this world to protect you, and then you apologize to the person who brought you this bad news for yeah. making that, and you apologize to them that your emotions have inconvenienced you. Like, like what is it like to be a woman in society? There it is like straight up and like that makes me mad Uh yeah but also to me it shows why in this version they're trying to make it so that you can be like this is why cinderella would be a good queen it's not just some lady that he married off the street like she has these deep empathetic um abilities and this like like emotional intelligence knowledge to be able to rule and to talk to people and understand them instead of it just being like, we're just going to go marry whoever and hope she works out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really rough. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> right. But okay. This is the part that I know you guys are like dying to talk about. Oh, am I? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, Richard Madden's pants. Yes, of course. <laughs> I okay. Listen, listen here. Listen here. I, I mean, I just go ahead. I get, I get why people are into it, but I just was not as impressed as you. I think I should have been with the tightness of his pants. I thought we were gonna get some like ballet type nonsense, and it was fairly form fitting and not a lot of bulge, in my personal opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yes so i just remember being in the movie theater and seeing that on the big screen and thinking oh. you know there are five-year-olds in here who really don't care like this is not for them yeah <laughs> like you you were trying to make this very sexual disney and it's just not necessary and also it kind of fails like it, i agree with you it's just not that <laughs> it's weird you know it's well, weird mm-hmm. I think, I think honestly, what really was the thing was it was in the promotional like shots. Because so I watched him do an interview talking about that, and I think they pass it off fairly well throughout the movie. I don't think that was their mm-hmm. intention. 
they were just having the pants period appropriate for what they yeah period appropriate yeah like they all had tight pants and um but I think there was just some promotional shots where it was very it was made very apparent and it was like you know like billboards and it's gonna just make you very uncomfortable (laughs) you know if that's you and you have to wear these really tight pants I think um yeah there's an interview that he did and I think it was for Graham Norton and it was really really funny um yeah yeah also just a fun fact from another interview taron edgerton said his oh there you go (laughs) (laughs) yes when i think of richard madden i think about the interview of him talking about his tight pants in cinderella and i think of taron edgerton Talking about how pillowy soft is. <laughs> yes. I love Good. 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 Yes. Good. So the other thing with his pants, because here's the thing. When I was like, we're going to watch this movie. I think it, it was Sarah, because Mariah goes, oh, I've never seen it. Yeah, and Sarah goes, it was oh, me. you're going to see him. It was 100% me. This is what I think about the pants thing. It's a little bit like, um, did you see Chris Pine in Outlaw King? Yes. Did you guys see? Okay. No. So people made this huge, and my people, I mean like TMZ and the media, mm-hmm. made this huge stink about how he, you get to see a full frontal Monty on this guy. And I was like, oh, well, that's different. I'm in. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch it, whatever. It was legitimately nothing. And I'm not talking about him. It was literally like in this movie, he's playing um, William the Bruce of Scotland. And for about three seconds, he and his like band of outlaws at the time are bathing in a lake because they just got done with this huge battle. And he stands up, turns to the camera, and then it flashes away from him. Yeah. It's like two seconds. And I was like, really? You guys made that big a deal about basically nothing? Like I thought it was going to be an entire sex scene. The way they made a big deal. Same, same. And so that's kind of, yeah, how I felt with the pants. Like, yes, they're a little obnoxious. Yes, they're whatever. But the amount of publicity it got, (laughs) I was like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. (laughs) guys. Well, I think to the fact that it's live Mm -hmm. action now, whereas like, you know, before, sure, he had tight pants, but he was a cartoon and you barely noticed him. He was also in the movie for like five seconds. So... It's like now that it's live action, it's a real human wearing those tight pants and then people love right. to objectify everybody and cause a big ta-da to do whatever about the smallest of yeah. things. So I mean, it's it's bound to happen with any movie that yeah. gets released. It's really it's stupid. So, stupid. Um, so then our next, my our favorite question, was there representation in this movie? Because we talked about Brandy and how- They yeah. tried. Brandy was full on. Brandy Cinderella had tons of representation. I actually think the representation mm-hmm. in this movie was not so much racial. There was they tried, but they didn't do great. But they did a really, really great job um, showing male relationships. Mm-hmm. And that I liked that. Um, I mean, I liked the friendship with the one black guy it was cute the captain um the captain Um, i don't think he has a name i think he's literally captain but i really (laughs) doesn't even have a name i want to say alonzo but i think that might Uh be the actor's name so you know what do i know 
but I liked the relationship between the father and son. I liked that they both showed emotions and were able to cry um, because it's realistic and it's okay. Like I grew up, have grown up with a father who cries at literally everything. So to me, Mm -hmm. my whole life, I'm like, yeah, this is fine. This is what I want in life. I need a man who will be willing to cry at Sense and Sensibility. Right. my dad does. <laughs> and it's the best thing in the whole world. And so then seeing this and, and I'm like, finally, men have a brain, guys. They exist. Yes. <laughs> it's insane. But finally, you're seeing it in a, it's like this and then Kristoff in Frozen 2. You're finally seeing that it's like it's being portrayed to the younger children that men having emotions mm-hmm. is okay. I think it's become more of a thing for like adults, which they're still struggling with, but they're, I think that's been made more apparent. And now they're finally showing it yes. to kids. Because that's where you yeah. need to show it to kids. Absolutely. And this is truly why I was like, when I saw this all the way through, I was like, this will be the one I show. Because if I have children, if I have a son, like I want him to know that it's okay to be emotional, like in this movie. And there's a scene where the king dies and then the prince curls up next to him on the bed and is crying and they pan up and out and you just see him like curled up with his daddy and it is so emotional and heartbreaking no and i was like we never see this like you never see this in film where men are vulnerable and just being sad little boys like he's a little boy who's sad that his dad is gone and now he has to like grow up and become the king you know um i just that's mm-hmm. truly that and the have courage and be kind are like why I was sold on the movie. Um, cause you know, as we've said, like Cinderella is fine, but I was like, Oh, like this movie shows exactly how like humans are, you know, we remember people mm-hmm. we meet, there's no face blindness and <laughs> all this other stuff. It's just like, it's so good. I just like that part a lot. And Mariah, you had a comment on representation in the ball. Oh, do you remember? I don't, you know, that was like a whole week ago. You know that, right? Uh, yes. So. <laughs> I know. I made a note just for you. Thank you. Are you ready? What did I say? Okay. What beautiful thing of, what beautiful nugget <laughs> of wisdom did I give this, this world? And then promptly well, forget about, because apparently I do that a lot. <laughs> When they were introducing all of the princesses, they were actually, like, from, like, Japan. There was a woman who was actually Japanese, and she was in traditional Japanese clothing. Oh, yeah. And you were like, oh, and I I honestly didn't recognize the name. And you said, oh, no, that's actually, like, the Kingdom of Japan at this time period. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then there was this lady who... I think they called her like from Cordova and Zaragoza, Spain, which is Zaragoza. which is like a literal kingdom in modern day Spain. There you go. Like, yeah, and she had like very um, European Hispanic looking outfit on. Like, it was really cool. Very, it was really rad. So, I like the costumes in this. Oh, so good. Oh my god. Yeah. Can we can we can we talk about the film noir moment that Kate Blanchett had? Absolutely. At the end. I was like, I'm getting strong film noir vibes. I mean, her costumes were uh-huh. all very 40s. Oh, 40s. Which I which love. I, yes. And then she got, uh, like, just there when she's confronting Cinderella because she has the shoe or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the situation. 
and it's like she's in shadow and i'm like i'm living yes when cinderella comes up into her attic (laughs) and she's hiding like in this back corner in the attic yeah Mm -hmm. kate blanchett like Mm -hmm. just all of the shots with her they they made her colors perfect and at the very end when she's on the staircase like the wall is yellow with like green behind her and then she's in like this crazy green with bright red lipstick and like she just always looks so dramatic well yeah they paired her Mm -hmm. in outfits that oppose her hair color you know because opposite red on the color wheel is green so if you want to make the red pop you put green and vice versa if you want the green Mm -hmm. to pop you put red and so they put her in opposite colors yeah. so that she was just very striking no matter whatever, whenever she was on screen. Yeah, it was, it was really good. And I actually really love the part where Cinderella gets her dress and all of that. Like, I think the dress was so pretty. Mm-hmm. And even Mariah, Mariah was like, oh, what? It's so, <laughs> it was, it's so I mean, it was so a lot of body. Much. Yes. But yes. The dress itself was very so much. Bo- like, I was just like, wow, she looks like a drag queen. <sighs> I'm like, Lily James probably had glitter on her for who knows she, how oh, long. She Years. still has it on. I saw it, I saw it when she was on in Mamma Mia. Like, there was still in Downton Abbey. Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> And there's a little fun, completely. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say completely unrelated. Are she and Matt? Matt? Matt Smith? Oh, I have no idea. Wait, like the doctor? She, yeah, she oh and the doctor God. were what? dating for a while. I just need that to know is this. too funny. Oh my God. Anyways, continue I, with your well, fun fact. Well, the fun fact is Lily James and then uh, one of the stepsisters are in. Um, down abby together oh for real yeah the she plays daisy the stepsister but i don't remember what her actual name is i should go look her up but yeah i was just like down abby sister time like (laughs) (laughs) um yeah just to just to follow up she she and matt smith have been together since 2014 so oh my god she's also elizabeth bennett in *Pride and prejudice and zombies Oh yeah, fun. and Matt Smith is Shut also in Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. What? He's Mister Collins, I think. <laughs> You're gonna have to fact check me on that specific. I, I know he's in like the movie for sure, like for sure, for sure. This one, y'all. Yes, <laughs> but you are gonna have to fact check me on his Carson William Collins. That he plays. You're correct. I don't remember. Lena Headey is Catherine yeah. de Burr. <laughs> yes. Went from Cersei to Lady Catherine. I feel like it's I fitting. Love it. Douglas Booth is Mr. Bingley. Who's Sam Riley? <laughs> Who's Sam Riley as Fitzwilliam Darcy? Oh, he's he's the crow in Maleficent. He's, he's, yeah, he's like the crow in Maleficent. Him. Okay. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's so funny. He's 40. <sighs> Sam Riley is 40. He looks like he's 23. <laughs> what is he drinking? Where did he get it? <laughs> the blood of innocence. Seriously. <laughs> okay, I have like a couple notes mm-hmm. left and then I'm done. This is actually like a legit timed episode, guys. It's going to be oh, like in an so hour. Less than you that. You guys are probably. welcome. <laughs> I know. It's going to be short, but that's okay. Because it's, I mean, it's just like a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. But um, so my last couple notes. One, the thing that I really, the thing that 
brings the movie together for me are just the little tiny touches. So the first one is when when they're mm-hmm. getting ready to go to the ball and she goes, grandmother, what about my, or godmother, what about my stepsisters and stepmother? And the grand, the godmother just puts a little spell on her so that they can't tell who she is instead of them being just idiots at the ball. And I like that. She goes, here, they won't notice you. Um, and then I really like at, kind of towards the end when they're announcing that the king is looking for a princess and he goes, you know, we're going to search high and low for this person. And then if she be willing, he wants. Oh, to that was my favorite part. If she be willing, I'm like consent, baby. Consent is Even sexy. to marry mm-hmm. a peasant who has no rights. Right. Zero. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. none. And the town crier. So, you know, he's setting great examples for his whole kingdom right there. And then I also really love, so it's kind of like one of those callbacks. Like they're reminding you that they have had conversations and he remembers and she remembers that they've had conversations. So at kind of towards the end, the advisor, what is it? Skarsgård? It's the guy who plays um, in the... Stellan! Is that... Oh, question. Is, is, is that... A dick. Is that... No, yeah, Alexander's but is it father? also like um, Davy Jones? Like... Yes. No, Bill. Yeah. No, he's, yes. Bill, he's Bootstrap Bill. Mm-hmm. Bootstrap yes. Bill Turner. Bootstrap Bill. Yeah. That's right. He is Bill Nye. Yes, correct. Is yes. Oh, that's right. And then he's also in Mamma Mia. <laughs> oh, plays- yeah. That's right. I Bill? swear to you. He's also in there- all of the Thors. <laughs> Are they just in, like, they just have four actors and they just recycle them in Britain? Like, what's going on here? Yes, they do. I mean, he's he's Swedish. So they have seven actors, and they recycle <laughs> into the Swedish and then back. I'm like still in Skarsgård. Is yes. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess <laughs> <laughs> you guess that he's Swedish. Okay. You know. Oh my gosh. But so um, he's trying to convince the king not to do any of this stuff, and the king he says something like, "We have to keep searching because the girl." might be stifled i think is the word he said and it's like oh yeah because remember at the beginning of the movie she told you that she's treated as well as they are able not that she is treated well and he remembers Mm -hmm. and he's like even like if she's not willing to marry me we still have to find her and i just i like that part and then the last Mm -hmm. one is at the very end where she looks at the queen and says i forgive you or the stepmother and says i forgive you there's no queen He's got no, nope. there's no, no dad. Sorry, no mom. And now he has no daddy. They're both orphans <laughs> together. It's great. As we all end up someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Or your and parents I mean, bury you, which is fun. Well, that's, that got dark. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that got real dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm in a place, Thank y'all. I'm in a place. <laughs> We're doing so good. Um, anyone else have anything else they want to talk about in the movie? Um, oh, I mean, the only question that you had sent us that you didn't talk about was oh, her waist. Yes. And how that was another quote unquote scandal, highly really was it? Thing. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was. In the blue so dress I specifically. I didn't even in the blue dress mm-hmm. specifically and i'm like 
Lily James is just perfection. So I looked it up. So I was like, well, maybe there was a big buzz about it and I just didn't pay attention because I hate Cinderella. And there was. So they talked about how they said it was um, airbrushed, but it really, it was more that they played with the Mm. shadows is what uh, Kenneth Branagh said. And then Lily is just naturally perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, She, they did give her crap because she said that when she was wearing the corset she would sometimes be on a liquid diet because it made her physically uncomfortable to eat food because then she would get gassy or have indigestion because the corset itself was so tight but then they were giving her Mm. crap for that and it was a conscious decision she made so that she could be comfortable while she was women can't do anything right no matter what right someone called me again I hate this so much. No one calls me ever, and then I get two calls in one day. Whatever. So but popular. It's so I know. So they, um, you know, then you could take it up with like the costuming department. Like, why do you have to put this woman in such a tiny corset? Because it's period specific. But um, in reply, Lily James, being the perfect human that she is, is she's like, I find this question really boring. Like, why does what's going on with my body have to matter to you guys? Like, whether yes. or not I eat or don't eat, if I'm... But she is naturally thin, and then Richard Madden was like, yep, nope, that was her. Like, I touched it. Like, <laughs> I held her. Right. There's nothing fake yes. going on, so... Nice. Anyways. Yeah. I just remember, it was, like, a whole thing, and we were like, leave her alone. Just leave, leave her alone. Leave Lily James like, alone. who knows? You're just yes. jealous that you're yeah. not Lily James, which... I mean... Me- same. Yeah, I look at her and I'm like, "Do you want to marry me? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> you're gonna have to fight no? you? Okay, because <laughs> you're way hotter than me. And, yeah, so and you make more money than me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I understand. Yes. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> right. Oh, so then I guess truly the last question is: Would you show your kids this movie versus other Cinderellas? Well, um, let's be real. Um, if you have children, if I'm gonna, you know what if I mean? I'm gonna show like, them, if I'm gonna show the children a Cinderella story, I'm gonna have them watch a Cinderella story starring Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> You're like, I had his locker. Yeah, man, I had his locker. I had his locker. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. We, I, I actually really like that movie. It's it is a good. Movie. I haven't seen it in a long I, time. I agree. I don't rec. The, the sequels to that movie do not exist. Ooh, no, um, don't watch any of them. Yeah. Oh, had no idea there were sequels, so Multiple. I'm gonna avoid that. <laughs> There's oh, at least yuck. two to three more. Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Shall we? I have no. younger sisters. I've I've watched some of them, and they're, they're no, they're, thank they're you. Cringy. Um, if I'm gonna, so here's the thing. I would much rather have my children watch a Cinderella story than second. I would say have them watch um cinderella three the 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 time one (laughs) hold on (laughs) what (laughs) a twist in time (laughs) oh my god (laughs) which is the directest dvd i think i've seen that one sequel to a sequel (laughs) 
I don't think I saw the second one, but where? I definitely saw that one. Where Prince, the Prince Charming actually has a personality and jumps out of windows and shit. <laughs> yes, I love it's it. It's great. Um, and then, Good. and then, and then maybe this one, but I would have it be tied with the Rodgers and Hammerstein brandy version. Yes, but I, you know, which is truly, yeah, it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather show them not Cinderella at all, mostly because I don't think it's really worth anyone's time. <laughs> I still think yes. you can love an underdog story and not watch Cinderella. Um, but I would definitely show my children this one over the original for sure, absolutely. And then, but they're most likely going to see the the Rodgers and Hammerstein uh-huh. Me Houston masterpiece. Oh, a hundred times before. Before. Um but really it's more of like whatever they I'm 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 very much like whatever you want to see. I don't really want you know you know. We uh-huh. all have our favorites anyways that we'll pick out as small children. Like exactly my favorite was Mary Poppins, apparently. Oh yeah. I watched it every day. There you go. Well, there you I go. Didn't even, I didn't even watch princess movies every day, apparently. Yeah, mine was just Little Mermaid constantly. Mm. Yeah. So I get that. Out of the sea. Yes. <laughs> where <laughs> be? Well, thanks for coming on this journey, guys. Oh, wait. I have one more thing. <laughs> I love One this. more thing I want to talk about. Oh, Excuse yes. you. Okay. I was disappointed in the lack of songs. <laughs> oh, it was 100% non-musical. Yeah. Yeah. It was a... Uh... Weird. And she's saying once. Who? Yeah. Uh, and the mice had to open the window. I mean, so that way the, the captain end. would be like, um, excuse me, you lied. There is a woman here. There's another lady. Mm-hmm. There's a lady mm-hmm. here. There is a lady here. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I was kind of like, like they had like the the hint of the music of Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo, but then they like had the mm-hmm. audacity to not even include it. Like, <laughs> 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 not fair. <laughs> Rude. True. True. Yeah. How dare they? Yeah. It, I mean, it's definitely a choice to have no music, really. For sure. Especially like a Disney princess movie. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seriously. But now, for real, mm-hmm. for real, I have nothing else to talk about. What are yeah, we loving, what are we loving? this week? What are we loving this week? Oh, God. Guys, are you ready? Yes. Probably not, but go ahead. I have been reading Midnight Sun. Oh, God. <gasps> the new no. Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> this cannot be the thing you're yes. loving. It can't. Let yes. me yes. tell you. Yes. If you, if you want to be bored like it's so it's so good as like a a, an insomniac's wet dream is what is happening it is my favorite i get through about three pages and i'm out um i'm just really enjoying how terrible it is so bad but it is also like Still better than the original Twilight. Oh my god. Um, I wasn't ready. It is. 
<laughs> it is 658 pages. For what? For what? I'm on page 29. You're never going to finish it. Uh, no, I'm never going to finish it. But um, I'm not. I mean, guys, if you, if you need help sleeping, if you need to <laughs> remove yourself from this horrible world that we live in currently, I 100% recommend it also makes a great book stop. <laughs> you oh know, like doorstop. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 600 pages. Jesus Christ, woman. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're really... So I'm, I'm loving. You're really just going for it. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I wasn't... I wasn't... I didn't... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, um, I didn't know that you could make a pomegranate look sexual. What do you mean? The whole thing's a vagina metaphor. <laughs> yeah, but the cover of this book, I had to take it off. I couldn't, like, carry it with me around. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is, I didn't know you could do that to a pomegranate. It is not fair to pomegranates in this world. So, there you go. Wowzers. Mm-hmm. Guys, what are you? What are you loving? Nothing as good as that. Holy! <laughs> I don't even know if I have anything that I'm loving this week. Well, while you're thinking about it, I finished the Umbrella Academy season two. Yay! Oh my goodness, guys, listeners, everybody, watch it. It's mm, it's so good. I had to pace myself. I watched six episodes in one day and then waited a week and finished it <laughs> in another day because it's so good. And they have cliffhanger endings. And so you get to the end and you're like, wait, that's the end of an hour? An hour has passed? Are you sure? Well, uh, and wow. it was really I love it. emotional. And they set up the next season which I love because there's only two comics published. So I'm like, are they going to do a third season? They're definitely doing a third season. Oh, hell I mean, yeah. they, set up, they set it up for a third season. So, guys, it's so good. Perfect. All right. You know what? I I'm... also finished Shit's Creek. Watch oh, oh, I need to finish that, actually. Actually, yeah. I only finished what's on Netflix. So I lie. We have, right. I have one more season. But gosh, it made me cry so much. I love that. Well done, well done. All right, Mariah. Um, so I I am loving um I mean it's, I'm not like super duper loving it, but you know, I enjoyed it immensely. Um <laughs> was the um documentary miniseries called High Score that's on Netflix. That's about the history of video games. And oh, I it's fun. like six episodes, so that was like six hours of my life that um I'm never going to get back, but I'm also not ha- not <laughs> mad about it. You know, like it was, I yeah. really, the music was really great. It was cheese ball, like fantastic, but like, it was really cool. And it gave me a perspective on like the video game industry as a whole, rather mm-hmm. than like the development of the video games and how fans felt about it is like how they were made um, and why, which was really cool. Um, so high score, Netflix, six Yay. episodes nice. for good. Yay. Nice. Well, Mariah, what are we talking about oh next Oh my week? gosh. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> we return to a much beloved topic. Our most listened, our second most listened to episode, I think, mm-hmm. is now getting a sequel. Yeah. 
we are talking about fan fiction again. <laughs> fan fiction to the reckoning. <laughs> so it's gonna get real weird, guys. It's gonna get it's gonna get real so weird. weird. We're gonna be talking about like last time was just like a primer. This is we're gonna talk about some real weird shit. So be aware. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Drive Time Pod. Um, we are trying to be uh, courageous and kind, um, but you should also be courageous and kind and drop us a like and comment on our Instagram. Um, <laughs> so do that for us, please. You can also <laughs> be super duper great if you would email us at the drive time pod at gmail.com new episodes drop every wednesday um and i hope that you have a wonderful day everyone <laughs> <laughs> Go thanks for listening Bye. Bye.